Oh, also, I listened to the, um, what, what is the one I listened to last night? It was our pod on something. Nice. We are so good. <laughs> the most, the first one. Oh, the C flap flaps. I listened to that uh, one. So you can post that one too. I don't okay. know if I told you that already. No, but. that's fine. I can do that. Okay. Wait, what was the one before? Wait, so the electoral one. college is good. The 50th episode. And then it's C flap flaps. All three of those are good. Okay. Did we already do the electoral? We already did the electoral college. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Jeez. Hashtag experts. <laughs> Truly. Do you even know what we do? No. I don't. It's hard because after the episode is done, I just, it just like escapes my brain. Facts. That's why when we were doing the uh, 50th episode one, I was like, I have to write everything down because if you asked me right now, <laughs> what it no was. No idea. Especially because even though our titles are usually related, they're often very obscure also, mm-hmm. <laughs> which does not help. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Blair. And I'm Kirsten, and we are Mediocre, Mediocre Content. Content. And I just want everyone to know that the reason that the title, you're just talking about titles off, uh, off of uh, this recording, the reason the title is the way that it is of this episode specifically is because of that one TikTok video <laughs> where the girl is standing outside the building, clearly intoxicated, and goes, I didn't know it was tequila. <laughs> I'm like gags during it. It's so funny. Oh, it's perfect. But anyway. <laughs> if, so if you're on TikTok, that video was probably popular six months ago, I would oh, say. That hurts. I'm sorry. Not to be rude. I'm just trying to give people a timeline because everything, I feel like those videos are very recent to me. Yes. But like. Honestly, it probably was a while ago. And if you're on Reels, that video was popular (laughs) three months ago. Talking to you, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) He'll never let me live it down. He texts me that all the time. He's just like, just sent you a Facebook messenger, but you've probably already seen it. Yeah, the Facebook mess. If you're on Facebook Messenger, that was a year ago. <laughs> no, it was probably two months ago. Very probably. recent. It migrates yeah. slowly. It does. It's great. I also think about the comedian. I don't remember what his name was, but he was talking about how drunk girls don't care at all. Yeah, I think it was maybe Joe Coy, but he was talking about it doesn't even matter or something like that. And I love that so much because mm. it's mm-hmm. very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great no but i immediately got the title and that's what matters <laughs> if you know you know is that if what they you say know, you know <laughs> yeah um but we do not support alcoholism so maybe this is a good time for the disclaimer oh my god okay <laughs> so um first of all this episode isn't even about alcohol we right. did an episode on alcohol we did um this episode is about hangover food which in my opinion is like way more important mm-hmm. um so the disclaimer is that we are not experts on anything. Um, if you've come to this podcast to get any kind of advice or any kind of medical, you know, advice, we're not the place to get that information. So no. um, we are the place to learn about things that you may not have already known about. We're going to talk about uh, hangover foods that are popular throughout the world. So I feel like that's going to be a really fun 
little adventure for us. I mean, it'll um, be good so that if you're not in the States, you know yeah. what to get, I guess. Yeah. And you'll see there's some running themes. I think a lot of people like similar foods. Um, and some people are just crazy. So we'll we'll get there. Um, Kirsten's going to do the good news for us today. And I, I apologize am. if I sound like I can't get my thoughts together. It is early <laughs> on the so West early. Coast. And we are doing this because Kirsten has meetings today and I respect <laughs> So <laughs> she's a working woman. She is. She is. <laughs> so um, yeah, the good go news uh, is actually some of it is in California, which. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we don't get a lot of good news from California. I feel like a lot of the news we get from California is like, oh, my God, there's like 45 wildfires. And so this is like significantly better than that. <laughs> So California is working to sign what is going to be called the Delete Act, and this is related to personal privacy essentially on the web, which I think comes into question a lot, obviously, especially this day and age where literally every device can listen to you and take in information. Um, The bill signed by State Governor Gavin Newsom last week at the time of this article's writing, means residents will be able to request that their personal information be deleted by all data brokers within the entirety of the state, which is massive. Um, Outside of just privacy, technologically, that's a very big feat. So I just wanted to put that out there. It's technologically more astounding than the bill itself, I think. Um, A data broker is, of course, a company that will collect your online personal data, and then they will, in turn, sell it to third parties that will then advertise to you. So, for example, you're scrolling and you see an ad for or on Facebook or something, if you still use that, and you'll get those, you know, Amazon ads or clothing store ads. Timu's really (laughs) in the weeds, but they're also one that's very popular. So they'll sell it to those third parties and they get to you that way. So Californians already have the right to get their data deleted in general. However, the approach is that they have to go to each individual broker who may have it and ask them to delete it, which is kind of time consuming and obviously not very thorough. The Delete Act would then oblige brokers to register with what's called the California Privacy Protection Agency or CPPA, and that will establish an easy and free being the operative word, way for Californians to request all brokers delete their data through a single page. The Electronic Frontier Foundation, a digital rights group, described the law as a significant win for people, and unsurprisingly, advertisers oppose the law, which is due to come into effect January 2026. So, again, I think this is great. Like, if you don't want your stuff out there, totally right. understand. But again, just from technology, like, you have one place that you can tell all brokers to be like, shut that shit down. <laughs> and yeah. that's great. You know, I think that's how it should be. Honestly, yeah. I think that like, it would be really good because like, as an individual, you don't have a whole lot of power when it comes to these big it's like true. tech companies. So it would be a cool model to test out, especially in California. Cause it's so big. Like yeah. there's so many people that live here. Um, like, um, a government agency that would like act on behalf of right. individuals, which would be cool. I mean, it's going to be yeah. a lot of work and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of like bugs and stuff, but like, yeah, yeah. it would be a fun, it's a, it's a fun idea. 
also hence the two-year lead time right, right so like right, it's right. 2026 but also um and I say two year because we're basically 2024 right now so don't come for me I know how to maths for the most part but also I'm thinking she's rushing <laughs> us you guys it is 2023 <laughs> and in my mind it's like 2020 so let's hey that's just, fair <laughs> everybody calm down that's okay, okay. six-year lead time <laughs> yeah um but the other thing I wanted to denote here I but just reading this it seems like and I don't know California law when it comes to brokers and third-party agreements and things like that. However, I think potentially this is something that they may already be thinking about, but what about brokers selling to third parties outside of the state or deals that had already been done? Because this only blocks those within the state's confines. So just wanted to put that out there as well. I don't know if they're addressing this at all, um, but you know, it doesn't mean that you'll never receive it. It just means you can turn it off in California if you're a Californian. Seems cool. We like. So the other good news, I have three this time because they were all a little bit short. Wow. I know. Achiever. Gold wow. star. <laughs> no, just lazy. I didn't want to read a whole article. The thing is, <laughs> this next one is actually over in the UK. So up to 184,000 tons of plastic pellets enter European ecosystems annually due to mishandling through supply chains. And this is according to the European Commission, um, which this week is pledging to crack down on those microplastics. Under the Commission's proposal, all operators handling pellets will be obliged to take precautionary measures to reduce leakage, a move the Commission says could reduce pellet release by up to 74%, which is astronomical scientifically. Usually we only see small percentages, and that's still a win, but 74% is very high. The proposals are the first EU interventions designed to tackle microplastic pollution at source, and they will now be discussed by European Parliament and European Council. So got to clean up the water, man. Clean up the water, the ecosystems, get the plastic out of there. And then finally, kind of staying over in uh, Europe. Uh, Wales is now leading the way in animal welfare. Specifically, animals in Wales will be uh, spared painful deaths in snares and glue traps after the government has now outlawed the devices as of Tuesday when this article was written. Wales is the first nation in the UK to introduce such a ban, and Rural Affairs Minister Leslie Griffiths said that the use of snares and glue traps was so incompatible with what we want to achieve. Billy J. Thomas, who is the Senior Public Affairs Manager at RSPCA Saimru, um, said, Too often, our officers have dealt with animals in severe pain and misery at the hands of these devices, which are cruel, indiscriminate, and totally unnecessary. We're very welcome. Uh, we're very much welcome the ban, end quote. So. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I understand um, there's definitely, even in the States, there's people that do hunt for their food. So I understand that. But um, the traps that are laid out aren't typically used to ensnare an animal to then use for meat or anything like that. They're typically to keep them off the land or unfortunately unalive them. Just maybe they think they're pests or et cetera. So this is a huge win for animals um, and uh, hopefully they see good stuff out of it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all the good news I have. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Kirsten. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> okay. So we are going to talk about hangover foods. Um, many people claim 
that certain foods and drinks can cure a hangover. While there's no actual cure for a hangover, quote unquote, research indicates that certain foods may help to alleviate hangover symptoms. So we're going to talk a little bit about the science. And then in the second half, we'll talk about the different types of hangover food that people enjoy. Nice. So, um, if you don't know, a hangover is a group of symptoms that commonly occur after excessive alcohol consumption. Some of those symptoms are things like headache, tiredness, irritability, nausea, excessive thirst. Um, (laughs) and the severity depends on how much alcohol you consume. Slash your tolerance level, of course. One would say those are directly related. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> so one of, some of the foods that you should eat, um, one of them would be eggs. Nice. Because eggs are a good source of nutrients and contain simple proteins that are particularly gentle on the stomach. Really? Yes. It may be uh, especially important the morning of a hangover when a person may experience nausea and digestive upset. Hmm. Mm-hmm. People should avoid eating eggs with oily foods, such as butter, oil, greasy or greasy meats. Oils may further upset a sensitive stomach. I know they're talking so, about bacon. <laughs> I know they're talking about bacon. I am like, I feel like all American breakfast food includes yeah. butter, oil and greasy meats, like not to be gross, but it it's definitely does. I, I've heard, well, there's always mixed reviews on foods, right? There's some yeah. people that say, oh, eggs are inflammatory. And I'm always like, yeah, if you're allergic. Right. Don't so eat if eggs. you're allergic to don't eggs, that's true. But I feel like eggs are generally like yeah. a really good food to have in your daily diet. Anyway, I, I eat a, a lot of eggs. Oh, yeah. Bold eggs are so good. Yeah. Bold. Bold <laughs> eggs. Whatever, man. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay. I know you can't. It just gets in my mouth sometimes. I say all too. Oh. It makes me think of my grandpa though, because my favorite thing is when he says washer. You gotta put it in my washer. washer. You yeah. wash your hand. Oh, I love it. Just want to hear that man talk. It's the best. Oh my gosh. Sorry to derail. derail. So, no, I'm gonna derail further. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. So we watched last night, we watched the um the killers of the flower moon. What's and that? it is the new Martin Scorsese movie okay. about it's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it, which is of important, course. but not that important. <laughs> and um it's about the Osage Indian Native American tribe. Oh, okay. Um and they at one time were like the richest people in Oklahoma because they struck oil. Ah. But then of course white people got involved and it just became a <laughs> it's whole me, thing. Mario. Right. <laughs> so um it's a really good movie. It is good. I will say brace yourself because it is three and a half hours long. Holy crap. But to bring this around to relate to what Kirsten was saying. (laughs) So ready for the actual segue. (laughs) When the movie first started, their accents were so, their Southern accents were so thick that I, for the first like 15 minutes of the movie, I was like, what is going on? (laughs) I have no 
idea was happening not to mention the native americans had their own language which they right. provided subtitles for which is Thank fine God. but like hmm. the i was having trouble understanding like the southern accents in that movie anyway you know it just is what it is so, it's worse when i'm angry which yeah. i think is you know because you you just don't you're not controlling anything that you're saying right. it's just coming out like lightning fast yeah yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like, I think I've lived in California for too long. I haven't been around people <laughs> with like Southern accents for a while. True. Um, Bold. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. We miss you. Come back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> not that like my family has like a really strong, they do not, no. when I talk to my brother though, sometimes I hear it and I'm just like, oh God. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> I like listening to Chris too. It's because he's in, he's still back in Virginia. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So second food that's good for you to eat with the hangover are bananas because they contain potassium mm. um, and they will help replenish the body's potassium levels after a night of heavy drinking. Bananas also contain fiber and sugar. Fiber promotes digestion and can alleviate digestive sy- symptoms. Um, sugar provides the energy a person needs to start the day. So like, that's, yeah. that's always a good thing. Yeah. Good, good, good. I do love a avocados. Good say, say that again. I was saying, I do love a uh, good banana. Yeah. It, they're good. They're good. It's a neutral food. Everybody likes bananas. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because some people don't, <laughs> some people but not. Um, I feel like it's a very divisive food anyway. Um, <laughs> I told you guys it is early. I, my brain is not (laughs) doing the things. Um, so avocados is next on our list. Um, another excellent source of potassium and calories. Um, it is a good source of fat, which also helps, you know, absorb some of that alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um, oats, many people consider oats to be the perfect hangover food. And this is because oats contain many of the nutrients that alcohol depletes from the body. So, um, the USDA natural national nutrient database trusted source notes, oats contain nutrients and minerals such as calcium, magnesium, iron, vitamin B, um, and oats contain helpful anti-inflammatory fibers called beta glucans, uh, foods that help anti-inflammatory properties could help to reduce the inflammation associated with the hangover. Nice. I yeah. don't know. I oats are okay. We eat the overnight oats sometimes. Like we'll make mm-hmm. overnight oats, but they're just too sweet. I don't know. I like making my own. So I That's buy good. like the big twenty pound bag of rolled oats from Costco, and then nice. I use vanilla almond milk, mm-hmm. and I just make it with that. It's very yeah. good, and I like to put like berries on top. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's what I like. Nice. Um, so dark leafy greens, because you know what you want after a hangover is a salad. Um, <laughs> you can smoothie that shit. <laughs> right. So it's green juice it. would be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, dark leafy greens are among some of the most nutritious foods available. They contain a variety of nutrients, amino acids, and minerals, as we all know. Uh, these help the body recover from the effects of alcohol. They also tend to be a good source of fiber, again, helping with the digestive portion of the hangover part, you know, because some of y'all like to vom all over the place. Gross. Um, I've been there. We've all been there. 
We all know how that is. I've been cleaning the walls, if that counts. Oh, yeah. Kirsten is the mom of the group. Let's just get this out of the way. Kirsten is an alcohol purist. She she is the mom of the group when she knows exactly when to stop drinking so she can take care of everybody else. That's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But don't, if you give me red wine, I will have such a terrible migraine instantly that I will not be able to take care of you. So just kind of keep that in mind. Noted. I have my limits. Yeah. So uh, it's always good to have a mom friend, everybody. <laughs> I'll hold your hair. <laughs> she will. She will. <laughs> and then I'll sympathy bomb because <laughs> that's where I'm at in life. <laughs> she actually, I don't think you've ever had to hold my hair. Because I have not. I, and I feel accomplished about I mean, that. Do you want me to talk about your uh, bed experience in college? <laughs> No. I wasn't there for that. No, but I did get the tea. We're not talking about that. That was, that is not a good time for anyone involved. We should have covered that in our alcohol episode. No, no. Savannah and Sienna, if you do listen to this, I'm so no. sorry. <laughs> Anywho, oh my god, that was awful. Was. I have I think about that a lot. Anyway, <laughs> too much in fact. Oh God. The guilt gets to me to this day. Um, okay. Other things you can eat. Healthful mm-hmm. carbs. Carbohydrate mm. snacks are typically easy for people to digest and provide the body with a quick source of energy. This is particularly helpful during a hangover when a person may feel queasy and tired. Toast bagels, plain crackers are always good and gentle on the stomach. Mm-hmm. Um people should be careful with overly salty or oily carbohydrate foods such as chips. <laughs> My cat wants to, <laughs> wants to be a part of the pod as per usual. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You have him on your desk. A cougar is literally sitting on my legs trying to get my attention right now. Oh my God. We can't <laughs> so do anything. Um, was I haven't seen Cougar in so long. I'm so glad that she's here. Yeah, she is. Um, okay. So no salty toast bagels, plain crackers. Um, water is always a good idea because alcohol acts as a diuretic, which means it causes a person to urinate more and it, that can lead to dehydration. Right. Okay. So And dehydration can cause, can like exacerbate your hangover symptoms, such as a headache or excessive thirst. Staying hydrated is one of the best ways to prevent and alleviate a hangover. Now, if you take 11 shots with us, with some water in between, you're still taking 11 shots. So just keep that in mind. Okay. (laughs) It's still not 11, (laughs) not to be like too mommy, but like. It's true. It's, it's a fact. So sparkling it's- water, a 2016 study, um, investigated whether drinking a certain non-alcoholic drinks alongside alcohol would boost alcohol metabolism. Um, and they did this with mice, uh, soda water was one of the drinks that sped up alcohol metabolism and helped to prevent alcohol induced liver damage. Good to know. So if you're really out here trying to protect your liver, yeah. Maybe you should have a LaCroix with your alcohol. <laughs> I do like the TV static water. Tis my favorite. I like the spicy water as well. Mm. Um, so do, let's see. So 
natural sparking sparkling water also contains sodium and other minerals. These help to replenish electrolyte levels following dehydration. Nice. Green tea is another good drink to have with your alcohol. Um, if a person has an upset stomach the day after drinking, they may want to avoid their morning cup of coffee, um, which I know is like sacrilegious to a lot of us (laughs) because all I want, well, that's not true. If I'm like super hungover, you can tell because I want like Sprite or something like that. (laughs) Fair. Um, but highly caffeinated drinks can further aggravate an upset stomach. Green tea may be a much better, much better to a much better alternative. What about green tea Um, shots? That's a great question. Um, green tea was one of the non-alcoholic drinks that sped up alcohol metabolism in the 2016 study that also did soda water. Mm. Um, and it helped prevent liver damage as well. So maybe if you're doing a green tea shot, it like Mm -hmm. cancels each other out. You know what? Don't take that. Remember our disclaimer, everyone, (laughs) but that could be an interesting study it seems logical but i have my doubts 11 shots is still 11 shots um, that's all i'm saying (laughs) that's all i'm saying um okay so fruit or plant juices uh fresh fruit and vegetable juices not only contain water but they also contain high levels of nutrients we kind of touched on this earlier um let's see researchers suggested that um lemon star fruit and pears uh reduced concentrations of alcohol in the blood interesting um a 2018 study found that a specific mix of fruit or vegetable juice reduced some hangover symptoms in healthy adults the juice consisted of pear green grapes uh ashitaba which i'm not sure apparently it's a carrot in the carrot family nice um definitely gonna have to go to whole foods for that anyway um the one group of participants that drank the juice mix 30 minutes before consuming alcohol um were less likely to experience a headache Hmm. and they also showed significantly lower levels of blood alcohol in comparison to the control group that's interesting yeah but before not after. right yeah yeah so you have to have it before Mm -hmm. okay um, and some could say that like the hydration factor as well could from the juice. Sure. As, but I mean, if they, if the control group had water, that's technically, I mean, it doesn't have as many electrolytes if it's just plain water. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. So um, hydrated. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> and yeah. quotations. So, um, Electrolyte drinks, we'll talk about them. Pedialyte is very uh, special one. I have never really liked Pedialyte. I've had it. It's not. I don't know. Um, People also turn to Gatorade and Powerade, Mm -hmm. um, and all of these drinks contain electrolytes um, and sugar and like those things you need after a hangover. Um, Sports drinks are less good than Pedialyte or like electrolyte drinks. And some of those are very popular now. Like every podcast I listen to, I think does like the element electrolyte drink. That and prime. Um, Yeah. Liquid IV is also really good. I like, and they have a sugar-free version for those of you who are Mm -hmm. looking for that. Um, (laughs) 
So definitely, according to this article, you should do those instead of the Gatorades and Powerades, but like, obviously do what you can get your hands on. Right. Um, just because Gatorade and Powerade have like more sugar and mm-hmm. it can cause yeah. more problems with your digestive system. And I think if you have to use the Gatorade or Powerade and they have the Gatorade or Powerade zero, I think it's like zero sugar or something. You yeah. could do that instead. <clears throat> Another well. thing that's in the similar vein is coconut water. If you're into that, um, coconut water and sports drinks are equally effective in treating dehydration. According to a 2012 study, coconut water, some people I've, I've had coconut water. It's very, it's like very a specific taste. Yeah. I don't know how I like really feel. It's not something I think I could drink on a daily basis. I feel like it would taste better straight from the source. Yes, I think you know you're what right. I mean. Yeah, like I feel I like you're right. Packaged and processed is like, eh, it's no yeah. weird aftertaste for me. I agree. Okay, so things to avoid: get ready to have your whole dreams like shattered. Okay, <laughs> ready. What to avoid? There are a couple of myths surrounding alcohol and hangovers. Not only are the following claims unlikely to cure a hangover, but they may make it worse. Perfect. Um, so avoid drinking more alcohol in the morning. <laughs> I feel like this is very self-explanatory. However, as we'll see in the next half, that there are like a ton of people who think that drinking like a Bloody Mary after mm-hmm. like after a night of drinking cures your hangover i don't know why maybe because you get drunk again so you just stop feeling (laughs) we're unsure we Uh, are unsure i don't think your liver would appreciate it no um so this theory has its base in fact that the hangover system symptoms tend to appear as blood alcohol levels become very low Mm. so if you increase your blood alcohol level you just get drunk again and then you can like be better i don't know um it's just delaying the hangover basically agreed eating greasy foods this is one of my favorite hobbies um (laughs) greasy foods may help to slow the absorption of alcohol in the blood however uh this method is only helpful if a person eats the greasy foods before drinking alcohol Hmm. eating greasy foods the morning after might upset the sensitive digestive system, making the hangover even worse. You know, I could see that being helpful before. Maybe it's kind of like carbs. It's just kind of right. Carb up. loading your alcohol consumption. Yeah. yeah. However, if you get so intoxicated that you do vom, there goes your baseline. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, is like, if you're going out for a night of drinking, like you have to plan your meals ahead of time yeah. to like be able to balance out the amount of alcohol and who be doing and, that. I mean, honestly though, but if you like, think about it, if you go out to dinner and you have like a cheeseburger or something, you're yeah. less likely to get dangerously intoxicated as opposed to if you just have like a salad. So, so like, think about yeah. that. Go to have your cheeseburger before <laughs> go to McDonald's first and then yeah. go bust a bust a move also, at the club. <laughs> pizza. Great. Mm, Get pizza. your pizza. Eat yes. a whole pizza before you go out drinking. Do you <laughs> eat? And that is all extra large. <laughs> we want the 14 inch. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Well, that's uh. great. So anyway, that's, that's all I have for like tips and tricks. Um, Perfect. I hope I didn't like 
I know everyone has their own routine when they're hungover. <laughs> so do with that what you will. Maybe add some things, subtract some other things. I think I'm still probably going to have greasy food afterwards because it yeah. just makes me feel better. I don't know. It's like comfort food. I don't think I've ever had a bad experience with greasy food after, but I've also no. never really been horribly drunk. Well, you know and I guess I mean? it depends on like what you're trying to do. Like Fair. usually if I'm drinking the night before, I make sure the next day I like have nothing going on because right. I know that I'm probably not going to feel super great. Right. I'm also nearing 30. So my hangover lasts <laughs> for a couple of days. So you have to really plan, uh, you know, um, on a Friday, still drunk on a Monday. <laughs> right. So you just, you really have to like get that together. Um, but I think, um, if you're trying to like, if you have things to do and like people yeah. to see and places to go, like obviously some tricks are probably better than others. Fair enough. So. Anyway, let's take a break and we'll travel the world in the next half and see what other people eat. It's so. like the uh, drinks around Disneyland. We'll just go to every world. <laughs> Similar, but that's what Disney should do. They should have Epcot <laughs> yeah. and then they should, you should drink around the world and then get hangover food around the world. That would be so good. We got to pitch this new business. We got to pitch this. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. See you guys in the next half. As you may know, we have all suffered from mainstream podcasts and live streams with good, reliable Wi-Fi. This has caused countless views and followers for these influencers and created large communities who engage regularly on their platforms. If you're tired of having quality sound, video, and overall material for consumption, we've got you covered here at Mediocre Content Podcast. Introducing Blair's Crappy Wi-Fi. Have your podcast editor in literal tears each time you try to record. With Blair's Crappy Wi-Fi, that's me, you will have to edit every few moments of absolute silence as Blair is constantly dropping from the call. You can even use Blair's Crappy Wi-Fi on live streams and have your sound echo into the abyss and your video drop, preventing viewers from seeing or hearing you. Because why would they want to? To purchase Blair's crappy Wi-Fi, you can send your application to MediocreContentPodcast at gmail.com. Simply stating a time, Blair's crappy Wi-Fi has made your experience listening to podcasts and streams absolutely awesome. We look forward to hearing from you, and good luck making it through the rest of this pod with, you guessed it, Blair's, Blair's crappy, crappy Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Obviously, this is a fake ad, even though my Wi-Fi is, in fact, crappy. Feel free to email us all the same, but there's no way I'd be willing to give this crappy Wi-Fi to anyone, not even my worst enemy. Cheers. Welcome back. <laughs> we're going to start with Colombia. We're just going to jump right in. That sounds good. To so, me. um, Colombia, they like to poach their eggs in milk. Um, and then they top their eggs with chopped coriander and cubes of stale bread called Colado, uh, forming a stewy soupy breakfast known as Chenugua. Interesting. Changua. Changua? Changua? Changua. Changua. Maybe. Perfect. I don't think yes. I've ever thought about poaching eggs in milk. I have not either. Um, I don't really eat poached eggs, though. I don't really eat milk, so. <laughs> Two problems. <laughs> uh, coriander. Yeah. So anyway, that's choice. what they do down there. I so. wonder what the coriander does. Why Spicy. Oh, I mean, it's not spicy, but it like, you know, it's, it's a spice yeah. flavor. Yeah. Y'all didn't see that. <laughs> a little but I did bit the of spice. spice. Thing. <laughs> it's just a reflex now. <laughs> yeah. 
in Canada, they do um, two different things. They do in Calgary, um, created in 1969, um, this version of the Bloody Mary features vodka, horseradish, Ugh. hot sauce, Worcestershire Ugh. sauce. Wash your sister Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. And a large splash of briny clam- clamato juice. Clamato juice. I was like, chlamydia? Clamato? <laughs> what are we doing? Juice. Clamato juice in lieu of a more traditional tomato juice. What the heck is a clamato? They call it a bloody Caesar. That's sad. <laughs> Poor Caesar. I know. So uh... that's what they do there. In Montreal, Canada, they do the very popular and very well, um, very popular hangover food um, that is chips, gravy, and curds of cheese. Delicious. Um, called poutine. Which I love poutine. I have never had poutine before. Oh my gosh. If you, okay. I know you're vegetarian. However, we're going to Canada in <sighs> December. Okay. So lamb poutine. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. It is so good. And there's a place near us that serves poutine. And mm-hmm. anytime that we go, we get it. It is. And chips, I think, in this case, are like fries chips because they make it with fries. Right. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's ugh, it's so good. Highly recommend if you've never had it. Okay. Well, we'll have to try it. We'll have to do it when we go to Canada in December. Yeah, please do. Um, yes. Yeah, so poutine's very important. You can do um, you can add bacon, pulled pork, duck, carnitas, whatever you want, lamb, like Kirsten just said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of a make your own adventure situation. It's like a fry nachos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Hawaii, they do a dish called loco moco, um, which is a brunch staple invented at the Lincoln grill and Hilo on the big Island. Um, a mound of hot steaming white rice is topped with hamburger patty, fried egg, and a rich meat gravy to create one of the state's most popular lunches, hangover or not. That sounds delicious, actually. It does. It sounds good. I don't mm-hmm. know if I really like hamburger patty, but everything else sounds perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you like mix it all together and make like a nice little bowl, I think yeah. it, was, it would be good. Yeah. Italy does midnight spaghetti, which sounds Ooh. amazing. It does. That sounds um, good regardless of a hangover. <laughs> midnight spaghetti is believed to help absorb excess alcohol in the body. Of course. And there are many easy to prepare when tipsy variants, such as spaghetti <laughs> with garlic, olive oil, and chile. Delicious. I want midnight spaghetti now. <laughs> I mean, it's like midnight pizza. I feel yeah. like it's the same. It's carby. It's rich. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah. I a thousand percent would love to make this a tradition in my life. Support the midnight spaghetti. That's right. Um, So in Puerto Rico, they do a Sancocho. Um, It's a popular hangover stew found throughout Central and South America, as well as in Puerto Rico. Um, It usually features beef along with a bounty of starchy vegetables, such as yucca, potatoes, pumpkin, um, chayote, and Chayote corn and plantains. Ooh, I love plantains. Really? Oh, yeah. If you get oh dried plantains, oh, 
Chris's so mom makes plantains every time we go there and I try them every time and it, they just, it's not for me. Have you tried them in chip form though? Yes, I have. Oh, I love those. Those are my favorite. I don't like them sweet, but I do like them salted. Yeah. You like a lot of salty food though. It's Cause I'm a salty. Well, you know, yeah, I do. <laughs> in the loving way. Yes. Um, so Mexico does a dish called, um, and I'm sorry if I butcher this, uh, Vueve a la Vida. Vueve a la Vida. Cute. Um, hailing from the port city of Veracruz. It is a spicy seafood cocktail. No, um, And the dish, which apparently trans- translates to come back to life, features assorted seafood such as shrimp oysters and octopus. In a chilled, spicy lime uh, rim, lime lash tomato sauce. Kind of sounds like ceviche. Yeah. Or like a souped up Bloody Mary almost. Yeah. 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 Well, and they make um, around here because it's like the Northeast and we're really close to like lobster. Mm. Um, we, well, the places around us will serve shrimp bloody mary's where it'll be topped with like shrimp cocktail and stuff like that. yeah and it's like a whole meal uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. i don't know how i feel about seafood for a hangover though i don't really i like don't it know in general, either so yeah i don't know it's, i think it's because seafood has seafood has a very distinct smell yeah and that's why i like i can't smells are what gets me sometimes yes exactly mate but you know what if you're surrounded by water and that's what you're eating most often, it makes perfect sense that that would be your go-to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Uganda, um, they do a dish called katogo, which is, um, it, it features the country's staple crop matuke, a green banana, which is similar to a plantain. So mm. Kirsten, you might like this. I might. Um, it is cooked and either left whole or mashed and then topped with a spiced stew of either goat or cow, uh, usually intestines and stomach. Suddenly I'll just take the matuka. <laughs> Seems fair. Uh, yeah. But I get, I mean like the meat situation probably helps with the hangover. Oh I my don't gosh. Know. Yeah. Well, if you're, first of all, it's, um, anything, protein. Yeah, it's protein, but also, um, I don't know where I heard this, but if you also can stomach like animal livers, that's amazingly good for like vitamin and mineral intake. Oh, interesting. So it, it makes sense that they're using intestines and the stomachs because they're usually rich in vitamin and minerals as well. So you're getting the protein, but also it's almost like you just drank a super fused, <laughs> like, I don't know. Power rate or something. Yeah. <laughs> all the Interesting. Stuff. Yeah. Interesting. So if you can stomach the liver, you might have a good cure on your hands. Maybe if I didn't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was a mystery meat. <laughs> of course, I don't do well with mystery meat either. Like <laughs> I would be a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. All right. So in Paris, um, although experts advise to avoid alcohol the next day, many people swear by quote, the hair of the dog, or as we say, the bloody Mary bear, you can find it all over the world. However, in Paris, it was invented in 1921 at Harry's New York bar in Paris. Yeah. Many bars around the world have put their own spin on the bloody Mary. Horseradish is now more common. 
gross. But Harry's makes it with vodka, tomato juice, Tabasco, salt, pepper, lemon, and Worcestershire sauce. If it sounds like a dip, I can't drink it. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. My, um, when we went over to my grandpa's house growing up, they would always make a pitcher of Bloody Marys and like my mom and dad would like drink it with like the celery in it. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, so, you know, at the beginning we talked about how eggs were like a good source, but there's also like people that are like, it's an inflammatory food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, what is actually kind of an inflammatory food, tomato juice, because it's highly acidic and you're going to put an entire, glass of tomato juice in your upset tum-tum i don't think and so. vodka and vodka <laughs> tabasco spicy not good i don't even i can't even get involved in the washer sister sauce it's just not a good combination you're so right you're so right i'm just saying if something's inflammatory it's definitely that tomato juice <laughs> well don't tell the people in paris okay they're already mad at us for no reason as they should be um <laughs> So in London, England, they do the cheese on toast situation, which I think is pretty good. It's It's simple to the point, um, easy to make. Mm -hmm. So you slide the bread under the broiler or grill, as they say in the UK, (laughs) lightly toast on both sides and then slather on butter, sometimes spicy mustard if you're feeling if you're feeling it. (laughs) Okay. And a pile of grated cheddar on top. Grated cheddar. I think that it's good for the melting. It's good for ah. the melting. Slide back under the broiler and melt the cheese. I don't know how I feel about the spicy mustard since I'm not making a sandwich, but yeah. For All flavor, right. I guess. Like, yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. We'll... It's like a grilled cheese, but like right. there's no bread, other bread slice on top. I love, um, white cheddar cheese oh yes so soft white cheddar is good mm. i i'm a goat cheese girly oh i like i, I goat like goat cheese. cheese that's good yeah um i don't know if i put it on my toast though would you, would you oh yeah it's really good i do i make this thing and this is recipes from blair in case you care <laughs> um first you got the oatmeal recipe and mm-hmm. now you have this so um i do sourdough bread mm-hmm. uh toasted i put uh goat cheese on top i like spread it around and then i do little pieces of apple okay and it is so good you know now that you say that you're doing it on sourdough that makes more of sense to me because i feel like mm-hmm. sourdough has the right like flavor for something like goat cheese mm-hmm. also for those of you that are uh listening if you want a bread that is going to be easily digestible during this hangover time, use sourdough because on a normal day, it's very easy to digest for your system. So this would be even better if you had it on your hangover day. True, true, true. Um, okay, so moving on to Germany. Um, so currywurst is what they call it. It consists okay. of fried pork sausage sliced into bite-sized chunks and then doused with a spiced curried ketchup before being dusted with a curry powder. The rich sauce, mm. meaty sausage, and 
subtle heat from the spicy wakes up the dulled senses and provides a revitalizing boost, even better when paired with fries. Uh, I feel like that revitalization is you running for the toilet because well, that's a spicy. It's a, a spicy. It's a greasy meat. All the things they said not to do. This is um, very German, though. Like, the, <laughs> yes, I mean, <laughs> the the idea of having like a, a sausage for like a hangover food is <laughs> because so I, when I was over there, really, it's just like pretzels. Mm hmm spicy sausage, onion, sauerkraut, beer. Like there is no other food groups. That's it. Yeah. And that's from a tourist perspective. So sorry if I offend anyone. (laughs) Anyway. From someone who is not native. All right. So Copenhagen, Denmark. (laughs) I'm going to try to pronounce this. Okay. (laughs) There's so many different consonants altogether. So I'm going to go with. <laughs> I'm so ready. I, hold on. Let me, let me. So, okay. You're ready. Go ahead. Flackenstestig sandwich. I think you nailed it. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I was really prepared for the worst, but you totally nailed it. Um, This translates to pork roast sandwich. Um, Danish cuisine often associated with beautifully presented minimalist plates of foraged ingredients is actually more diverse. The country's signature sandwich is all about messy, delicious indulgence. Um, thick slices of roasted and grilled pork um, with a soft bun and pickled cucumbers, red cabbage mm. and spicy mayo, which oh, sounds amazing. It honestly, does sound amazing. I would eat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Manila, Philippines, um, after heavy drinking, they go for a dish called tapsalog. Um, it's basically like cured semi-dried or marinated beef with garlic, rice, and a fried mm. egg. Also sounds good. Yeah. It sounds similar to the loco moco almost from like, yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's like basically it. That sounds good super convenient um apparently and yeah sydney australia still moving west um (laughs) they are the cafe culture is famous for the healthy brunches uh smashed avocados on toast how basic of Mm -hmm. them we probably stole that you know i mean probably um, but avocados are apparently good for hangover they are so yeah so sense. this is the first one that like kind of follows the rules <laughs> i feel like makes the most sense <laughs> um it's a delicious healthy dish following eight hours of sober sleep but it also a go-to option when you're hungover avocado high potassium we talked about that mm-hmm. um you can add an egg which right. is great that's a great option and a little bit of hot sauce if you're really feeling it just be because careful. yeah, yeah be just a little bit Okay, Tokyo, Japan. Got a few more left and then we're done, guys. Don't worry. I'm just... Look, if they're traveling the world, they're a thousand percent getting drunk in every single one of them. So this is perfect. You're so right. You're so right. Take this... <laughs> take, <laughs> take this, this information... <laughs> take this information with you when you go to Epcot, okay? And then you'll um, know what to order. <laughs> exactly. So um, 
Wagyu Mafia is a fast casual chain famous for its luxurious uh, Kobe beef sandwiches, a go-to hangover remedy in Tokyo, Japan. Um, You can eat before bed after a night out, or you can eat it the next morning, either one. Um, Basically, um, you can... It's usually prepared super quick, meaning you can have a bowl within 30 seconds of ordering. Wow. Yes. That's fast. Um, And some favorites of the locals comes with tempura, a raw egg, extra shredded uh, negi, which is a Chinese leek, Hmm. and Tokyo-style thick soy sauce that is warm and nourishing. Overall, it's very comforting and filling a quick meal. I don't know how I feel about the raw egg, but maybe if it's hot, the soup will cook it. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's probably fine. In Bangkok, Thailand, um, on Instagram, uh, Perm Paitawat, I'm sorry if I butchered her name, um, also known as um, the Skinny Bib, is a food writer and um, on Thai and Asian cultures. This is not sponsored or anything. This was just in the article that I found. Um, The first and foremost hangover battling food choice from people in Bangkok um, is known as Khao Tom Kui, um, a Thai Chinese rendition of piping hot starchy rice porridge with sides that range from braised meat to spicy salad. Delicious. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Jumping back over to Europe in Edinburgh, Scotland, uh, the Lorne sausage, also known <laughs> as a square sausage, is regarded as the national institution and hangover miracle by most Scots. Um, these square-shaped thick slabs of rich, fatty, and flavorful beef sausage fit on a roll like a glove. The roll of choice is important to discerning hungover... I don't know. Never mind. The... These articles get way too annoying. Like, they're just like, why did we need that sentence? We didn't need that sentence. It's It's for filler. It's like, it's for filler. (laughs) Exactly. We don't need that. Um, Okay. So it's normally on a light airy roll and called a morning roll, um, which I think they have made on great British baking show. Just putting it out there. Yeah. Nice. Um, Not the sausage part, but the roll part. The roll itself. Yeah. Um, so so that's what they do in Scotland. Yep. They do the sandwich in Dublin, Ireland. Um, we know who lives there. Um, (laughs) now, (laughs) now, you know how I do. (sighs) Um, they are known for their drinking and especially in Dublin, they have a big pub culture. So obviously the hangover food (laughs) is very well, uh, versed. So, um, Let me think. So the country's favorite hangover food is the breakfast blah, spelled B-L-A-A. That's interesting. A bread conceived in the windy city of Waterford, but embraced in the capital in recent years. The greasy meat and carb option involves a generously buttered soft floury bread roll or blah. Blah. Filled with bacon, sausage, and black pudding. 
but isn't oh brown is brown sauce traditional british condiment similar to ketchup is the condiment of choice and if you wash it down with a rock shandy which is lemonade sparkling water with bitters or a pint of stout if you're really feeling it um that's what i thought and then another apparently if you're if that doesn't work they recommend freshly shucked oysters I would just like to intersect that if you don't know what black pudding is, it is in fact blood sausage. I just, I, that's what I thought it was, but I looked it up just yeah, to I be sure. Know. It's not great in my opinion, but they love it over there, I guess. I don't know. To each their own. Dublin, they have the meats. They have the meats. Is that Arby's? <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> I'm sure you could get it without though. Yeah, well. Maybe. I feel like substitutions and things are like a, an American thing. Yeah, possible. Hmm. Um, um, so in America, we're known for the BEC or the bacon, egg and cheese. Mm. Yep. Um, no, ex- no explanation needed, really. Y'all know. <laughs> y'all know about I mean, that. It's like Every, a- I feel like it's an yeah. initiation process into your drinking years yeah yeah when you go to mcdonald's and get yourself a bacon egg and cheese or alternatively if you go to ye old waffle house um that is another staple as well depending on what yeah. part of the country you're in yeah i was gonna say i i am from the same part of the country that you are from and waffle house is not my jam well you know whose jam it is i do it's not I mine do. either <laughs> Um, I'm a McDonald's girly. I don't know. I can't like, I don't eat there a lot anymore, but like yeah. growing up. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, New Zealand final one. Mince and cheese pie. Nice. So mince basically just meaning ground meat and cheese pie. Easy. Um, when Kiwis which are the people in New Zealand, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Not the first. Uh, when Kiwis want to stop feeling like someone is hammering their head in, they go for a mince and cheese pie. Nice. Um, and a tall glass of chocolate milk sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. With meat, mince, and cheese pie. Yep. And they put a little bit of salt in the chocolate milk. Not so much that you can taste it, but just a little bit to add a little le- bit of extra electrolytes. Interesting. Yeah. I don't really like chocolate milk. I don't I can't drink milk, but all the yeah. same. Yeah. I'd eat the pie though. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it'd be good. Sounds like a shepherd's pie or like something yeah. similar. Similar. It's like the pie crust goes all the way around. Delicious. You know, it's not it's yeah. So anyway, that is my clunky and um somewhat detached from my brain recount right. of all of the worldly hangover foods i swear i'm not hungover i'm just tired that's all I, if if it, i was just about to say that if it didn't even sound like this was a hangover pod then it wouldn't be it wouldn't be authentic it's you know? true it's do true. you have a favorite hangover food that you go to other than mcdonald's um i mean i really do i'm an avocado toast with okay. like the with egg on top i also like a really good breakfast burrito really yeah, my um there's a place where we live mm-hmm. that has a breakfast burrito, 
but it also has like pieces of potato in it Ooh. as well as egg and you know like vegetables mm-hmm. and the whole thing and it's it's really good and my nice. husband also makes a really good breakfast burrito nice. um which he does with sausage egg tater tots um and then if you put like a little bit of sour cream on it mm, yeah nice so good 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 i'm already not really a breakfast person so if i do end up having somewhat of a hangover i usually just don't eat that seems unhealthy. Yeah, it probably is, but I can't. I just can't stomach anything in the morning very easily. Yeah, yeah. And then if I'm feeling gross on top of that, not good. I do think the last time that uh, I did have, unfortunately, red wine, and I did end up very not good in the morning. Um, I had soup. Soup, soup is soup. good. Yeah, it soup was like hydrating. Yeah, it was like um, the cafe near us has this really amazing potato leek and broccoli soup. Mm, Ugh, nice. It is so good. And it really did um, make me feel a lot better, honestly. Nice. Very mm. good. But um, we would love to know what you guys do for your hangover. And if you don't drink, that's also fine. What's your go-to breakfast food? We'll just change it up. What do you yeah. enjoy? Um, uh, you can send all of those answers uh, to our Gmail at mediocrecontentpodcast at you guessed it gmail.com. Um, you can also send in uh, episode ideas or things that you might be interested in learning about to that same contact. You can also find us on our socials, Instagram or TikTok at the same Mediocre Content Podcast handle. And you can catch us live on Twitch every other Thursday at Mediocre Content Podcast, whether it's 3 p.m. PST, 6 p.m. EST, or 11 p.m. BST, wherever you are. We'd love to have you there and interact with us live in our chat room. And do not forget to rate us five stars whether it's apple spotify pandora wherever you can rate us we would greatly appreciate it and we do greatly appreciate those that have already done so and i guess we'll see them next week we shall you guys have a good week and we'll see you next week cheers cheers